So here we go. Hey, Warners, welcome to another episode of The Women Your Mother Warned You About. Brought to you by Sales Gravy. I'm Gina Tremarco, Master Sales Trainer and Coach at Sales Gravy. And I'm Susanna Gray-Jones, Recruitment Strategist and owner of Chime Search. Don't make the chime joke. I'm thinking, you don't want to know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Breaking Bad, like Better Call Saul, like, <laughs> ring, ring, ring. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Oh, I can't. I Did I watch all the Better Call Saul? Yeah, I did. I think we're done. It hasn't done. finished yeah. yet. It hasn't finished yet, has it? No, it ha- Yeah. Or maybe you in America, I you get it, like, yeah, 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 we're still behind here in the UK. I'm heartbroken when it's done. Don't tell um, me. Don't tell I'm me. I'm not telling you. I'm well, not you basically you. have now. Sorry. But you know what I did just watch? What? I swear to God, we have a topic for the show, listeners. Yeah. I did just totally binge The Crown season Ooh. five. We just, just started watching it and Ooh. it's all very dramatic as we are in the UK. But I also feel dramatic. You've been having some vibes since last week. Um, you go away. Mm-hmm. You're not in contact as much, which obviously makes us all very sad. But then, <laughs> but then you come back <laughs> and you come back rejuvenated. Tell us what happened yeah. on this mysterious week away. When I was away. Um, did you miss me? I, I did. I did. But it was all oh. like a, I mean, I, I, I did. I was not as accessible by design. Um, I went away to a women's mastermind retreat. Mastermind retreat. What is that? Um, I used to actually, I've been involved in, that's how I got involved with coaching at Sales Gravy. I, prior to joining Sales Gravy, had run my own coaching and I, I would do these mastermind groups for women. Uh, it's when you like get people to you get salespeople or business. At that time, I was doing entrepreneurs. So I would bring entrepreneurs together for a weekend and we would work on their businesses and we would set plans and goals for their year coming up. And then I'd also mix in things for rejuvenating so that you were doing some personal self care, not just like, oh, let me work on my numbers for next year, like a little bit of yoga. I think one year I did, I brought someone in to do yoga. What else did I do? I had them doing yoga at 6.30 in the morning. Some of them wanted to kill me. Some of them loved it. Um, we did like a cooking thing. Like, so mix in a couple like things just for creativity and relaxation. Just women. When I was doing my own masterminds, yeah, just women. Um, there's all kinds of masterminds out there, but I've belonged to different masterminds and I've paid, you know, some significant money doing it, but I always got a lot of value out of it. So someone invited me to their mastermind Mm -hmm. and um, it was a mastermind that she's actually been on our show, Beth, who I adore because we became friends because of it. But she invited me to join her mastermind because she's like, you probably could use some time away. And I'm like, and I really struggled. I really struggled with saying, yes, let me come. Because I'm like, all the things, I'm busy and I should be doing this and I should be doing that. And I'm going to get judged for it that I took time off. And and I finally just, I was at a point where I was burnt out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the timing of her pressuring me to go was good because I'm like, yes, I, she's like, you need this. I'm like, you're right. Like I an did. angel. She just landed 
took you off to this retreat. She was very much an angel and she's highly intuitive, which I love about her. So it was a really good opportunity for me to get away. And it was in the mountains in Tennessee. And I got to spend several days with really successful, powerful women. Sounds scary. (laughs) All in real estate. I mean, kind of like very powerful, successful women, yet at the same time, very loving, helpful, let me help you women, right? So, so I don't know, I guess that's the vibe you're picking up on, but I got some time to like, just get away from everything that I kind I feel like I'm constantly on the run. Like today I told you, like, yeah, my first call was scheduled at 7 a.m. And my last call tonight is scheduled like at 6 p.m. I mean, it, just because of the time zones yeah. and you're like, did I just do another 12, 12 hour day? And then by the weekends, I'm so exhausted, but trying to catch up and it feels like it's a constant, you're constantly on the run. Wow. That's the thing, isn't it? Burnout and so many, so many women, especially the perfectionist women like yourself, like all of us business individuals, we can get that burnout and it is scary. It's, um, I, I'm happy that we're talking about this because in this mastermind, like she had different speakers come in and talk about different things. Plus the women in the group also kind of peer coach, meaning they like did their own presentations of best practices in their business. They shared some of their personal branding techniques, some of their marketing techniques. They, like they did a lot of sharing which was cool because and like pass things around, like look at my marketing collateral and, and things like that. But she had one presenter that presented virtually mm-hmm. bur- about burnout. And it was fascinating because, you know, we hear about burnout, but this was the the five different types of burnout. Like, isn't burnout burnout? No, there's emotional burnout, mental burnout, physical burnout. Um, yeah. board, boredom burnout. Ooh, boredom burnout. What's that? Yeah. You know what? Hold on. Never heard I'm of gonna that. Grab my, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab my notebook off of um, my other desk. And I'm going to talk while you're getting that. <laughs> you do that. So one, one thing that I've realized about burnout is it's often perfectionists. So for example, when I went to uni, I, I was lucky enough to go to Cambridge University and some of the people who were there, they were the most intelligent people, the perfectionists. Well, I have moments from this. And oh, you, you, you interrupt me mid-flow, <laughs> but, um, but no, <laughs> I was talking to myself. But the perfectionists of this world, often those people who they have that feeling, you know, like if you're drinking too much and some people don't know when to stop, some people do. It's the same with burnout. I think people just keep working and they're like, no, 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 I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with this. And they don't listen to that inner voice that says, I just want to go and lie down. And they confuse it with procrastination. So they keep going, keep going, keep going. And that is what I've witnessed burnout to be. Well, here's here's a snapshot for you. Mm. And um, I should get the name of the person who did it so I can give her proper credit and maybe I can get that from Beth. But she talked about sustainability in mindset, systems, and self-care. Sustainability. Sustainability in mindset, systems, and self-care. And then there is one, two, three, four, five types of burnout. No, four. Four types. Yeah. So in the mindset category, you've got emotional burnout and boredom burnout. Mm -hmm. 
In the systems category, you have overwhelm burnout. And then in the self-care category, you get physical and emotional burnout. So emotional comes back. Mm -hmm. So if we look at, this one really got me because it's like, is your mindset sustaining you? And it talks about emotional burnout. It can show up as, this one is, this one got me. It can show up, emotional burnout can show up as apathy. I was like, yes. What does that mean? That if you're just literally there for everyone else, that you forget to be there for yourself? No, from a, from a, when you have this emotional burnout, right? This was my aha that I shared with everybody. I said, wow, because when I, you hear emotional, right? There, there are ways that you can see emotional burnout show up. For one, your emotions are all over the place. Mm -hmm. Right. So just think about people where you're like, damn, right. They're highly emotional. I've been there. You've seen it. They will cry very easily or get very out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's an obvious emotional burnout or um, your social life is starting to go downhill. Mm -hmm. um, you're using numbing behaviors like drinking too much wine, mm -hmm. eating, eating too much food, you know, in, insert vice. And then apathy, disinterest, negativity, or pessimism. And this is overwhelming burnout. This is, this is emotional burnout. Ah. So to me, what was interesting about apathy is that I used to, and I still do to some extent, for the most part, up until recently, I would display a lot of emotion. My emotions would be all over the place. But I actually got so burnt out from that that I started moving into a place of apathy. And I've been, I was like, what is wrong with me? I just don't care. Like, I actually said that to my therapist one day. I'm like, I don't care. I give up. It's like, I give up on caring type thing. It's like, yeah, it's giving up on caring. It's like not even giving up. It's like, whatever. Right. Because you're like, you know, the emotions are just too much for me to handle that. I'm like, whatever. Apathy. So that was a, that was a, that one just came out of nowhere. I was like, day, I had no idea. Boredom burnout. Feelings of irritation and cynicism, lack of fulfillment, lack of challenge, feeling like you're just going through the motions. We've, we've all been there, right? We've all been there. Yeah, that's its own, that's its own burnout. Wow. So, so those are some of the things that, that we talked about. Um, I can imagine boredom burnout is when people turn to addiction or addictive behaviors. Yeah, yeah. Because you see so, that a lot, don't you? It's like they can't handle the boredom because it just ties them out. So they need something yeah. to, I suppose all of them have links to addiction, right? And exactly. addiction is not always alcohol. It's not always drugs. It can sometimes be your own behavior. Am I right? I feel like you're the expert on this. Well, it could even be things like um, watching too much Netflix. No. That could, yeah. What's too much Netflix? <laughs> Well, what's too much wine? Well, quite, quite. I, my definition of that would be if you're using it to replace something, if it's not just something that you like to do, if it's serving a medication sort of cause. Correct. Thanks, teacher. Thanks, boss. <laughs> I'm well, like I your mean, student. It, I'm a it, mindset student. Definitely. It definitely gave some food for thought because I will Netflix it on a Saturday. Yeah. Because it's my way, but I don't know if it's a, if it, it could be a burnout thing or it's just my relaxation to not think. Yeah. If I was your coach right now, I would, I would ask you how 
happy you feel after you've watched Netflix. So how do you feel, say, for example, when you've had your hour watching Netflix, do you feel like, oh, that feels good. I'm so relaxed. Or do you feel like just empty, like you need more Netflix? No, I just feel relaxed. Yeah. But that, I don't think that, I think that's, I don't think anyone could ever say that you are watching too much Netflix, could they? It depends. I guess it's <laughs> subjective. Yeah. I guess it's subjective from it's, you know, can you, can you watch too many sports? Can you, can you do too much of anything? Yeah. I don't know. I feel, re- I feel relaxed when I can like just dig into, like I was telling you, the crown. Oh, I'm so happy there's one more season. Oh, but it makes me sad because we're getting into the part now where I was alive and I remember the things that happened and it makes me sad. So like, it's not entertainment anymore. Yeah. This season is very Diana focused. Yeah. 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 Diana and Camilla. But anyway, so that was some of what we covered in the mastermind, giving you time to think about your business, think about your personal life, thinking about, is it all serving you? And then having, just having people to run ideas by Mm. and talk to and to learn. I think that's important, isn't it? Because one one thing that I think you and I, we both have a lot of friends that are very diverse and maybe people that aren't in business or similar to us. I, I would say you're probably one of about three people that I actually speak to who is as ambitious as I am. So it must have been so empowering just being in this place where these people are like your friends because they're like-minded souls, kindred spirits, but at the same time, they can look at you objectively. Well, it's nice to be in a group of people that are like you Mm -hmm. and they understand you and they can also share something with you and you can share something with them and it's reciprocal. And you're you're filling a bunch of buckets at the same time, mm-hmm. right? You're re, you're refilling, you're rejuvenating. Um, you know, we didn't start until ten in the morning. You know, so you slept in, you had breakfast, then you went and you did that, and and then you had you know time together afterwards with dinner and wine, and we we're up in the mountains, and it was really pretty and nice, and you just you know the air is different, what you're breathing mm. in, and it just. You know, you walk out and you're like, okay, I feel I stepped away from everything. Now, I could have done a little bit better on setting boundaries, which was another aha. Not an aha. I mean, I did. Boundaries? I did what not, did you do? <laughs> well, well, for one, I'm like, this is my time off that I'm going to take. And then sure enough, here's a here's a prospecting lead I got to take. And okay. they can only, one was in the UK and I'm like, all right. I'll do it at 7 a.m. so I can have the rest of my day. So that created some, I don't want to say stress, but I, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm still working. Like yeah. I was, I started my day working and then I'm like, all right, I'll just do this one on this one day and that's it. And then another one came in and uh, it was someone who was like, literally, I haven't heard back from you other than the two emails you sent me, it was like it was someone who was not very happy with our touch points with them. And I had touched and she didn't respond. Could I have touched more? Yes, I'll, I'll own that. You know, and then she sent me this like list of 11 questions to answer since I was too busy to like get on the phone with her in her words. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to respond back in an email. But now I need to kind of recover the situation. So. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna d- disturb my Zen morning 
and do the right thing mm. and call her. And I call her and her voicemail is full. <laughs> well, well, there we are. You know, she had her own, she had her own normal, right? And maybe that normal wasn't particularly healthy. <laughs> maybe it wasn't healthy. But I did end up talking to her, right? So then I got her voicemail, like it was full. And then I texted her. I'm like, your voicemail is full. Then I emailed her again. I'm like, your voicemail is full. Um, I'm available for the next hour. And um, so I broke my boundaries. And then she called me. And we had a lovely conversation. Um, so I, I had a better understanding of what's going on with her. But boundaries, right? Like we have to, we have to set these boundaries for ourselves of, so that we don't burn out. Mm -hmm. It's so true, especially if you're a yes person. And there are a lot of yes people around. And I have um, a coach who said to me the other day, I think um, my, my little boy wasn't feeling very well. So I was lying in bed next to him, just chilling. And I said, I'm really sorry, we're going to have to postpone. And she messaged me back and she said, well done you for having that self-care for you and your little one. And I was like, that was so different to what we're kind of used to in the world of work. Normally, we're just left feeling guilty and like, oh my gosh, I, I should absolutely not. But she said, well done you. And it kind of made me think, yes, I'm going to start saying to myself, well done me for the moments that I am selfish to myself or to my kids. And don't you think we could all do that a bit more? Yeah, I think, I think we can and I think we have to because if you are leading a, a more healthy life with boundaries where you're not working a 12-hour day, um, you're just in a better mindset mm. and you're going to perform better. And my coach like has been on me for years. This was obviously an issue I have mm -hmm. that his concern always was life balance. Gina, are you getting life balance? Gina, are you getting life balance? I'm really concerned about you. You're always working, always working, always working. And now, he, you know, when David and I started dating, you know, he started, he's like, you know, he would say to David, he's like, you got to stay on her for life balance. And now, you know, he's like, I'm so happy to see how happy you are. And it's his running joke of me posting on Facebook. He's like, I'm so happy to see that you finally have balance. Mm -hmm. That you actually finally have a personal life and you're not working all through the night. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's, you do completely have balance yet. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But you know, I don't. I don't. But I'm working towards it. It helps that you live in the USA as well. You guys have no holidays. I couldn't believe it when I looked in the calendar saying you guys have two bank holidays next week, is it? And I was like, they never have holidays over there. Yeah, we had um, we had Veterans Day. And we've got for November Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have two holidays this yeah, month. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, but we don't we don't have very many bank holidays, no. So there's yeah there there is this pressure to run, run, run. Um, and like I said, I didn't fully draw boundaries for myself, but I'm working towards that. And that really was the benefit of going to that mastermind to force me into that, like get out of my usual routine and I was talking actually to a coworker today and we were we were, we were working on a project together and um she also said you know like oh my gosh this was so fun to do this with you today because I'm always like working by myself and I'm like yeah we're all always working by ourselves and there's something to be said about that too to be in a group setting 
to get reinvigorated by other people's ideas. Yeah. To hear what they're working on. It was really, it was so awesome working with her today because I'm like, all right, here's what I've gotten done with this project so far. And then she came back with, well, you know, did you think about looking at it like this? And I'm like, ah, no, I didn't. What a great point. Right. That's that's the whole point of like the collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah. The beauty. And we, yeah. To be honest with you, probably one of the only places I get that is from this, <laughs> from our podcast, because sometimes we come up with some absolute gems if we don't say so ourselves. But like it, <laughs> it is it, it is really important. And I think, yeah, I think one of the best things that I've learned from, from yourself, but also from Sales Baby is the importance of being intentional. I am I've never worked less in my life than I do now. I've I've also never made I mean that you know got kids and all those pressures but like I've never made more money than I do now and a huge part of that this is the biggest plug ever um it's probably the sales craving time management training because yeah, it, yeah it, I agree it taught me about time blocking but not in ridiculous ways because I think when we often put our, put together your ideal timetable we're so ambitious we don't think about the trivial time we just do the things that we think We'll get us a target and we fail. And then when we fail, we often it's the hardest thing is picking up again. Like our friend Cynthia Barnes says, bounce back ability. You know, it's uh, that ability to bounce back. I agree on the, the time blocking and I definitely have gotten much better at that. And that was sort of the the funniness today of working with one of our coworkers on this project. And so we got on Zoom and I go, okay, I've got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> like, the good news is, I'm like, well, the bad news is I'm not done with my part of this that mm-hmm. we're supposed to be talking about today. The good news is that I've been working on it for the past two hours because I because I, I finally found a block on my calendar to do it. And I'm like, all right, you know that you now have to deliver to this person in two hours and you've got nothing done. And so I've got like 75% of it done. So I'm like, okay. Let me tell you what I got done so far. But if I if but if I block the time, right? Jem talks about this too, about being intentional. Um, we have to create better habits on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely I'm looking at my calendar now and it's kind of ugly. And you're like, if you look at it, you're like, really, what what is she really doing? But it's like once you start plugging everything in that has to happen, it it kind of feels like it feels like I'm not getting things accomplished. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing a lot and I'm still not doing the bigger, important things that I want to be doing mm-hmm. because I, I ran out of time on my calendar and like, you know, it doesn't open up till mid-December. Wow. I, I've got an honest question for you as someone yeah. who's a, a little bit older than me. Do you think that time, because I found the older I get, that the faster time seems to go. I don't know if that's because I'm happier as I get older, but (laughs) is that a thing? Like, is that actually a thing? Does time literally go faster the older you get? I find time management tougher the harder I get. It's like the time is just sped up. That's a good question. I don't know if I feel like it. I don't know if I feel like it goes faster, to be honest with you. I mean, I feel like I'm always on the run. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely feel like that. And my husband's schedule is different from mine so we don't have like you know a parallel schedule from like a life from a living like how we do life together I was just telling someone else about that today I'm like 
and our schedules are because his schedule changes every week. So I, that's the other thing I have to do with time management. I'm like, all right, where's there a day on the calendar where we can both have the day off together? So maybe it does feel like it's flying just because we're we're always on the run. Mm. Don't you hate it when like I, one of my biggest bugbears is when I've got friends that I miss so much that I haven't seen. And they're like, when are you next free? And it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't even look at my calendar because I find it too scary. And then you never, then you end up not seeing them because it's just like. Yeah. Well, that was another aha I had from this mastermind is that because actually Beth had asked me, she's like, so how many girlfriends do you have? And I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, I've got a handful of girlfriends, but the, the, the thing is, is that again, we all have these different lives. Um, and we're all running. Some have kids, some don't. Mm -hmm. And trying to, trying to coordinate all of our time. David just had a birthday and we had a few people over to the house. Nice. And we haven't had anyone over to the house since we moved in because we haven't had time because he works a lot of overtime during football season as a cop. And um, he's been working every single weekend since August, since we moved in. So we haven't had time to even entertain or bring people over. So I'm like, all right, we're going to have people over for birthday cake. I'm not feeding them anything else. It's just birthday cake, come <laughs> for cake, and then go home. Nice. You don't have to worry. And just get the cake out. <laughs> <laughs> just got the cake out. Um, and it was lovely. We had probably 10 people over. And I had some of my girlfriends over and got a chance to see them. But I now want to be more intentional about spending time with friends mm -hmm. um, and being more social versus just work and family, work and family, work and family. Yes. Now, someone in my neighborhood, you know, we have a Facebook group for the neighborhood. Somebody posted, um, hey, does anybody want to be part of a walking group? And I was like, that it was a sign to me that I need. I'm like, all right, Gina, sign up for the walking group. <laughs> like, get, get out and do something. <laughs> get out and, and socialize and make friends. Yeah, that would be nice. And there's something nice about walking. Because if you, if you get stuck with someone you don't want to talk to, you can just walk that bit faster as if like your body's <laughs> making you walk. <laughs> so so I, I met three people I hadn't met before and a cat. Um, the cat also came on the walk and we went for a walk. And now the group also has like a book club and... Um, and also a wine club. Well, there we so, are. There we are. I can't make the wine, the next wine club because I'll be traveling. But that, that was another aha that came out of the mastermind that, you know, you need to, you need to have some social life. Yes, definitely. Otherwise, you just end up being all about work. And sometimes it's nice just having conversations that are just not about much. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, when we go to any social event, if I can find someone that would talk about financial politics or anything like business i will find that person that's really not cool like sometimes it is just nice to have a little natter and like i'm so glad you're doing that and you know let 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 us know how it goes because one thing i always think we could be dead tomorrow right i say that all all the time and yeah it's not to be morbid but we don't know what we have every day mm. exactly you have to you have to live today like it's the best day ever and it could be the last day. And I don't, I don't mean that in a morbid negative way. It's just appreciate what you have in front of you and don't be living to work. Yes. Remember what we used to say probably almost a year ago, work to live, live yep. to work. I yep. think, I think it could never be more true. And I think 
I think if you looked at yourself and I looked at myself and many of our listeners looked at yourself, you could probably say, if I really, really pushed myself, like I'm probably business-wise about 90%. If I went up to 100%, I could probably be a lot better, but a lot more miserable. And sometimes it's, we've got to say it's okay to be not 100% of what we are capable of in business because all these books are like, you know, I get it. We want to be our best selves, but we can only be our best selves if we are feeling happy internally with ourselves. Yeah, I I agree. If you, I, I think back on you know, if we look at twenty twenty and all the, I, everybody had different struggles, but I had some really horrible uh, things happen to me in twenty twenty. Yep, you did, and and it definitely impacted my my productivity from a work perspective. Um, although I didn't have a whole lot of work because I lost my business that year. And then I joined Sales Gravy. But if we, it's a completely different picture now because my personal life is so stable and strong and positive that that's beneficial to my productivity work-wise. Mm-hmm. So tell me, it's a treat. You've come away all deep thinking and like rejuvenated and ready for the world. I want to know. What were the three little takeaways for maybe those listeners who can't afford to go on a retreat or, you know, people like me who are unfortunately not going to get the chance because of the toddlers? Like, what three things do you think that one can take from that kind of experience without going on that experience? (laughs) You mean like how to get how to get that experience without going on the experience? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so first of all, I want to go back to you because you have toddlers. Now you can find someone to watch the toddlers and do something like that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's right. So that, that's something in itself to look at of how do you give yourself a break? Yeah. Right. So look at it like this. If you got really sick, let's say you were down and out for a week. Who's got the toddlers if you're sick? Well, yeah, exactly. Husband. Right. So so that would be another way to look at it. You have to do things for yourself Mm -hmm. and then ask for help in those other areas of responsibility, because if you take better care of yourself, then you're going to be a better mom, a better wife and all of those things. So that's one. That's number one. Okay, that's number one. That's relevant to lots of people. Right. That's not just like, yeah, if, if you've got kids, that could be anything like you could have ailing. You could have ailing parents. You could have a job that requires you to work 12 hours a day. You could, right? Like some people have controlling husbands, right? They won't yep, let them leave the house. Exactly. So you've, you've got all those different circumstances now. So let's just say if you can't get away um, for a retreat like that. And by the way, the way I scheduled that re- retreat, now it was a three-day retreat. I went to two of the three. Um, but on the third day, I actually went to visit one of our clients. Mm. So in the town ta- where, where we were staying was about 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from one of my clients. So um, that was cool because I went and visited that client for three and a half hours and brought cookies and hung out in the office. And we had never met in person, but I trained their team. Um, so that that was really cool, too, because it was... It was work, but it was a really laid back experience of really not working. It was like building a relationship and hanging out with people, um, which made it a very different experience. So 
So getting back to what else you can do, you can do mini versions. Maybe you could do something virtually, do a virtual mastermind. Um, I did this during COVID. I had a a weekly mastermind group Mm -hmm. um, on Zoom every Monday at noon. And I brought people together every Monday at noon to brainstorm, hang out, share ideas, best practices. Um, You could do something as easy, as simple as that. You could schedule a spa day for yourself. Mm. And maybe all you're doing is taking care of yourself, um, your personal wellness of, you know, going to the spa or, you know, dedicating a day to yourself. Yes. To do the things that you keep putting off, the bigger picture things that you you should be doing. Um, You know, I spent this weekend reading a book. Um, There's a lot of work I should have been doing, but I'm like, and now I'm going to read a book. And I spent the weekend reading a book, falling in love with the author <laughs> who is now coming on our show, which I'm so excited about. Yes. And, um, and that was really cool for me because the other thing that we learn in coaching and mastermind groups and, and um, Heather Monahan, who was the author of this book, you know, you, I've heard this a million times, surround yourself Surround yourself by the people you want to be like Mm. um, or you aspire to be like or, you know, have the same kind of aspirations. That makes such a huge difference. So even if it's like go to lunch with someone that you admire or that shares the same thoughts and values and beliefs that you do, there are little things like that that you can set, set aside time for. And also, we were talking about the other day, you have people who you spend time with and you have those who enhance you that you feel like really enhance after speaking to them. And you also have the drainers who, you know, and that's not necessarily because they are always going to be drainers. It might just be the combination of the two of you makes them feel a bit, you know, uh, Winnie the Pooh. I always think of Eeyore. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I love what you're saying. And I think it also comes back to what you've said before. And what I actually use in my parenting, which is feel feel bored, let yourself feel bored and see yeah. what happens. And yeah, how do you know what? Like, I think that's honestly, I sound like such an old fogey now, but the biggest problem is now this, the iPads, the things that distract us constantly and yeah. the things that are playing on our amygdalas. And so many couples, I would probably say, I reckon probably about 75%. There was a statistic recently, but like 75% of couples every night will spend more time on their phone than talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And I reckon it's more yeah. than that. Um, I believe that. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it comes back to that time blocking and being intentional and not giving up because you will fail and it will get hard. Things crop in, but keep on the time blocking. That's, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's my takeaway from everything that you've said based on the burnout. Definitely. I love it. I, I love it. what you said. Oh, is it time to wrap up? Do I feel your voice going all uh, soft? No, no, I'm just, I'm no, no, I'm just looking at your face, watching you and listening to you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm probably not going to see you again, am I, for a long time now. So I'm not actually going to see your face. <laughs> looking at you through a screen and your expressions is very different from the reality. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Hey, um, I'm super excited about our, and you and I need to talk about this offline too, but our new, um, our little micro course Ooh. on the introduction to sales presence. Yes, which is going to grow and grow and grow. 
Yes, we have been tasked with making it a longer course. I keep forgetting we got to talk about that. Yes, no, definitely. So, yeah, and I people think should go check that out at sales. Go check that out at Sales Gravy University, the introduction to sales presence. Uh, Susanna and I uh, made that course while at Outbound with our amazing production team. They did such a good job. Yeah. And how many times, having been in theater, do people come up and say, how do you get up and speak in front of loads of people? How do you feel so confident? And it's like, if we can expand on this course and just give people the tools that they need, then they should never even think twice about getting up and feeling confident in themselves and having that presence to really believe and show they believe in the way they stand and the way they walk and the way they talk and the way they are. Yeah, which actually that part of that, the confidence portion of that micro course is what got me... Um, I like I like to do a lot of research on on things like this because it's, it's it's a lot of psychology and so I've been reading up a lot on on confidence because that's a piece of our sales presence, which is what led me to Heather Monahan, who by the time listeners are listening to this, she's already been on the show. Um, so she she's got her first book was called Confidence Creators. And she has a podcast based on that. So I've done a ton of research on that of how do we get better at that? I'm fascinated by it. Um, Again, intentional, right? You can work on your confidence. You just got to be intentional. Yeah, 100%. Intentional. Some of you Americans say a lot, but I'm going to get a poster. (laughs) Be intentional. Be intentional. Did you have did you have some kind of crazy wrap up question? I have a question that's just come to my mind since we're talking about retreats. Um, We should have we should have a women your mother warned you about retreat. Oh my gosh, that would be scarily awesome. That would be good. That would be good. Yeah. And I love. Can I just say something? Having been to an all girls school and knowing how girls can get in a very competitive way and quite catty i'm loving this kind of new age of women and sisterhood and kind of being there for each other and being fierce together <laughs> i think it's uh it's a great movement that is is definitely definitely emerging a bit and evolving a bit i don't know if it's just because i've been to america and that's what you guys are like but it's definitely a new a new age for women i think 100 percent. so my question for you gina tramaka clada is <laughs> <laughs> don't you love the way i'm saying it I know. Um, if you had, I'm not going to say one week left to live because that's morbid, but if you had enough money, but only for one week, and then you're like super poor. And in this week, you can do a retreat in any way you want, anywhere you want, any mm. types of people you want. What would that retreat look like? On the spot, on the spot. Yes, no, it's not on the spot because I have thought about this and planned this. Oh, yeah. If I could do, yeah. Um, as I'm not going to say if when I do it, the retreat. And actually, I'm in conversations with someone about this. Um, who was at that women's retreat? But she and I actually started talking about it before that. Um, I would do my retreat in Sorrento, Italy. That's my plan. So the retreat would include, um, the mastermind would include time during the day to like work on our businesses and our sales plans, right? And have those strategies behind that. Um, But we would be, we would be able to look at the 
is it the Bay of Naples? I think it's the Bay of Naples where <laughs> Capri is. And we would be able to see that and we'd be in Sorrento. And like in the afternoon, in the afternoon, we would like take cooking classes and Italian language classes. And we would, we would get, we would, you know, get with the culture there. Yep. And of course, in Italy, they nap in the middle of the day. And so we would get a nap in and then we would siesta. Do, siesta. We would, we would siesta and then we would have afternoon activities and sightseeing. And then, you know, you have dinner later at night and then we'd get up in the morning and do it all over again. So if I could do, I would do that for a week. I love that. I think that's great. I think that's great. I would, can, I come? can I come? Yes. I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, but that that's where I would do my retreat. And do it. You have to do it now. That's bucket list, bucket list. Uh, I know you're going to ask me the, the same question back and I can't give you a detailed answer. But what I can say is that it will probably be, you know, at Bora Bora, you've got those like little huts on stilts. It would be like, oh, yes. Every, yes. and oops, sorry for all those listeners cringing right now. Every cheesy Disney tune or song for the musicals, everyone breaks into song. They splash around in the water <laughs> and they just break out in dancing and they have a pretty awesome time. So yeah, I'll build on that and uh, create something. It'll probably just be laugh. like a load of like massive loonies and me. It would be great. I would love Bora Bora. I feel like it's a longer, tr- it's a longer trip though to travel to Bora Bora. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know where it is. I've just seen pictures. <laughs> I can't believe I just said I didn't know where it is. I'm so sorry if you're listening and you're from Bora Bora. All right. Well, there we have it. So, hey, if you would be interested in a mastermind in Sorrento, let, let us know. Or just a women's a women's mastermind. If anybody is oh, interested if you can in find that, Bora Bora, we'll be there. <laughs> or if you can tell Susanna how to get to Bora Bora, that would be amazing. All right. Well, it is it is past your bedtime. So it's mm-hmm. time for you to go to bed. Listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of The Women Your Mother Warned You About brought to you by Sales Gravy. And if you want to level up your game, and of course you do, check out salesgravy.university. And how funny is this? There's a mastermind program coming soon. Um, not quite yet in Sorrento. I haven't talked Jeb into that yet. But, you know, baby steps, baby steps. So be on the lookout for that. Check us out at salesgravy.com and womenyourmotherwarnsyouabout.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm Gina Tremarco. Continuing on to the next call and say goodnight, Susanna. Night, night. Sleep well. (laughs) 